No, look, I, I, I was intending to leave actually much later during the year. Um, and uh, following my investigation on Nasana and all of the issues around it, I met with him and I said to him that I think I'm going to leave earlier than I had thought. Uh, and I will, I will leave in August. So that's why I was surprised by the suspension by by by, by, by Karen van Weinsberg. Um, uh, I was really I was really surprised by that. And why were you suspended, though? What were you accused of? Let me put it this way: on the day that I was suspended, I had handed in a complaint to the Director General of Justice that Karen van Weinsberg had asked one of my investigators to investigate the prosecutor who had. Uh, uh, who was prosecuting in Karen van Rensburg's son's case. And that was my complaint. As, and I gave Karen a copy of that particular complaint. And as soon as I came back from the DG's justice, that's when they put together my letter of suspension. So that suspension was meant really uh, uh, to get Karen off the hook. But anyway, the allegations against me are that I apparently leaked a confidential document. They don't mention which one, but I would, I would imagine that they're referring to, to the Brighton Bastard. And that is what it says, firstly, yes. Yes, firstly, I worked on that investigation. I wrote that report, and that report is not classified. So to even suggest that it's confidential, it's wrong. It's not classified. But but secondly, that, that report was given to so many people. I gave it to the Public Service Commission, I gave it to PGS Justice, I gave it to Karen, I gave it to Beryl Sisulu, uh, I gave it to Nasana. I gave it to, to quite a lot of people. So I didn't leak that, in, the, that document. If I leaked it, they must just go to the journalist to publish that thing. It will take two days or so. They go to the journalist and say, who gave you that report? And the journalist must tell you who gave you the report. Now, just looking at the NPA and what is happening within the NPA, what, in your view, is causing the infighting in the NPA since uh, seeing that you have been there? What is causing the infighting in the NPA? It is the fault lines that were caused by the dissolution of the DSO. There are people who were not happy about the dissolution of the DSO. Willie Hofmeyer, Harry Nell, and the like. And those are the people who were propagating a, who were pushing a politically inspired agenda to, um, um, and, and they were targeting politically, uh, 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 political leaders. And, and, and following the dissolution of the DSO, their plan was somewhat um, uh, uh, um, interfered with. Now they have congregated within the asset forfeiture unit to restart all of that, all of that project that they worked on during the DSO days. Hello? Yes. So basically you are saying uh, these people are serving a political agenda. Would it be fair then to say that the NPA is being used to settle political scores at the moment? No, look, it was, it was, it was, the TSO, the TSO agenda was that. You, you, you must remember that the TSO was highly infiltrated by foreign intelligence agencies uh, from day one, basically. Um, and they were supported by local people, Paul, Paul, Paul O'Sullivan and all of those. And everybody knows that Paul O'Sullivan is MI6. Paul O'Sullivan is a British agent. So, so from the very beginning, the DSO was on a political track to target ANC leaders from day one, basically.
So it's not surprising. Yeah. So if the one side is targeting ANC leaders, is there another side that is protecting ANC leaders? Now you see, once you stand up, because we we then decided to stand up against what I termed the bullishness of the GSO. We stood up against their abuse of power. So once you, once we stood up against that, then they classified us as Zuma people, you know, or as the ANC people and so on. So so so, so that's something. It is sort of a false line. You either this side or you are that side. But I am not ashamed to be associated with it because I'm saying. I stood for the truth. From day one since I joined the, the, the NTA, I worked hard to, to root out corruption, and whoever I thought was involved in corruption, in theft, in malabuse of power, maladministration, I would act on that uh, 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 without fear, favor, or prejudice. And do you think that the NPA is at a tipping point? I mean, given what you've just said, the NPA's reputation is certainly tarnished. Do you think it should be disbanded? No, the NPA is a very important uh, institution within the criminal justice system. What has been divided is the office of the National Director of Public Prosecution, which is at head office. At the regional offices, people are working very well. Remember that we have regional offices that are headed by directors of public prosecution. Those offices are working very well. The prosecutors on the ground at, at, at our courts, uh, regional courts, district courts, they are functioning very well. What we need to do is to really radically change the leadership at the head office, at the office of the National Director of Public Prosecution, leaders of various divisions within the NTA. That we must do, and we must do it without fear. We must transform the NTA. As I said earlier on, 70% of senior public prosecutors are white. That is why when you see prosecution all the time, you'll see Harry Mayor there, you'll see... A, 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 a brother there, you'll see all of those people there. You'll never see a black face because we don't have black senior black prosecutors. So who do you think is to blame for that particular situation, the lack of transformation, as you put it? We put, we put on a transformation process that was uh, ironically headed by current Van Ransack and them, and it failed dismally. So we then need to come up with a, with, with a, transform, with a rigorous transformation program for the NPA and give it strict timelines to say by this time we need to have transformed the NPA. Um, 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 it's an issue of, of, of leadership for me. Before I let you go, Kholisi uh, Ngasana, the NPA head, uh, do you think that he is fit to hold office, the position that he does? There's a lot that needs to be done on his character. He's got a serious character flaws. Oh, oh, what, what do those entail? And do they make him unsuitable for the job? No, no, no. That's something, you see, because I don't want to comment on that because there will be a, a, a commission of inquiry that's going to be held. But I'm just saying as a, a, at a personality level, he's got serious character flaws. Uh, but, but there will be a commission that will look into all of those, uh, all, 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 all of those issues.